0: back everybody uh sarcasm speaks jared and bob here i guess uh happy christmas uh to to those folks that celebrate uh we're like in the in-between day between uh festivus and and christmas Uh, is this
1: this gonna come out on christmas we release yeah yeah this will come out tomorrow it's monday we don't don't fuck with the schedule
0: no it it might be the least listened to episode all year but you know. What's
1: the most clickbaity title we can come up with? <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck Christmas! <laughs> no, because that's not even clickbaity. That's not clickbaity. Yeah. Is Hillary back? <laughs> it would have to be, yeah, that or it's like that's actually
0: really... something that yeah, yeah we'll get we, to it. We'll we'll get to that,
1: but just tease them, tease them. I was gonna say because yeah. that or it's we're not gonna go like how to really solve the Palestine Israel issue. <laughs> yeah, the solution to no the one's Middle ever East conflict.
0: <laughs> that's a good the solution to the middle east conflict there you go
1: <laughs> to be and to be honest we will be not speaking about the middle east because even if nope. you want to i don't want to do it yeah but i don't care i have nothing I to care. say about them don't no, i got it nothing matter. it's uh whoever that whoever that comedian is cyrus or whatever the cyrus show on instagram when he was like he goes you know what? we just need to reinstitute the fucking kingdom of uh kingdom of jerusalem yeah, is that what it was? Yep. Yeah, yeah. like back to the Crusades. He goes, Muslims, Jews, you've had enough time. Can't figure it out. Christians are coming back.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna reboot the Crusades. <laughs> I mean, we've rebooted everything else. I've just, I just saw there was a commercial last night for Ted, the TV show. So it's gonna be Ted. Well, like obviously, Seth MacFarlane is still gonna do Ted the the doll, but Mark Wahlberg's character is gonna be like. 13, 14, you know, it's like when he was younger, it's like, that's all everything is now. It's just reboots and redos and, you know, prequels. And there's no like original anything anymore.
1: I'll give, so the tough part about going original now, obviously a lot of shit's been done. Right. If you're going to go original now, it's almost like not believable. So it, it is a little bit of a tough... A little bit of a tough scene.
0: I mean, there's ways to do it, though. So, like, my favorite show when I was younger was 24. I think, you know, this is completely subjective. Um, I think 24 was potentially one of, if not the best show on TV at its peak. Um, If you watch the later season, like after season five, it got dumb. Like season six, seven, and eight was just dumb. Uh, And then they, like... Brought it back as a miniseries, and then they made a movie, and then they rebooted it with the kid who plays Dr. Dre in uh, Straight Outta Compton. It it got bad, like after season five, it got bad. Um, but the first four and a half seasons of 24, I think, were some of the best TV ever, right? Especially at its peak. Um, but like, there was another show similar in a way called Night Agent on Netflix that I loved um and come to find out Netflix just released all of its information for the first time ever um and Night Agent was the number one watched show in 2023 so like it's there like you don't have to be completely original right like Night Agent is a little bit different but it's still that same sort of like you know actiony Wart the fucking you know quasi terrorist thing whatever is happening right like it's it's similar but it's original right like you don't need to do like oh we're rebooting twenty four which they did and it sucked and it did terrible you know there's there's things like that um, I'm trying to think of some other examples where they're just trying to like reboot
1: well any any reboot sucks like yeah. any like Frazier.
0: That, that's another, one. I saw another commercial recently I for cannot Frazier. Imagine They're bringing it. Frazier
1: back. Why in 2023 you would want Frazier back? And I mean, I- That was a very niche show, yeah. even when it came out. And I think yeah. people are a lot dumber now.
0: Right, right. And it's like, that was, uh, I think at its peak, Frazier might've been the number one or number two show on TV. It was-
1: Man, when I was a kid too, I couldn't watch that fucking show. I was yeah. like, this this <laughs> yeah. fucking sucks.
0: I would watch it occasionally, but I was never, like, a full-on Frasier guy. No. Um, it was,
1: And, and people, like, people used to joke, like, oh, it's, like, for smart people. It's like, oh, you need to be smart to get it. And I'm like, yeah. one, you're a pretentious asshole. Two, right. yeah, when I was a kid, like, no shit, I didn't like it. Right, right. I also didn't – I probably didn't like Seinfeld all that much when my father used to watch it as a kid.
0: Yeah, I don't think I got into Seinfeld until college, really, when I – had a ton of free time and <laughs> had nothing to do. So I watched Seinfeld a bunch. Um
1: yeah, is an odd one to bring back.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's like you didn't have to completely bring back that. You could have tried to make something similar, but different, right? Like, um, let's see what uh what's coming back here. X Files. They break they bring back X Files. Oh, they did it with full house, too. It was Fuller House, right? It's the same show. It's just like everyone's older. not as good. (laughs) Yeah, it's not as good as everyone's older and has drug problems.
1: (laughs) More realistic. Yeah. Well, in real
0: life, like the actor, like the
1: the humans have the drug problems problems in the show.
0: Yeah, no, not the characters. I mean, they might have. I haven't watched it, but.
1: um, I mean, they rebooted Roseanne. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Apparently Walker. they want to reboot Walker Texas Ranger, which is a fucking travesty. It's Chuck Norris, dude. Chuck so that Norris. was another
1: one. Like my father used to watch that show, but like I don't think, like, dude, I don't. That's not gonna be good if it comes back.
0: No, no. My grandfather used to watch that show. He used to love it. He was a big Chuck I Norris used, and guy. Again,
1: I watched it when I was a kid, and I'm like, oh no, fuck this. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't like. And it. that was all. Honestly, that was probably like before the Chuck Norris jokes. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, no, no, thank you.
0: Yeah, like just make something, like I said, you can make something similar, but different, right? Like, I don't know, you don't need to, you don't need to redo what's already been done. Because all it is, people are just chasing that nostalgia and they're like, oh, this will get people to watch. And it's like, yeah, you." it's never good. successful for like the first couple episodes or maybe the first season, right? And then after that, people are like, oh, yeah, this isn't that good.
1: There's very few sequels or reboots or anything that match or exceed the original. And the only time it happens is like, I would say in older movies. So it's like you could argue Empire Strikes Back is better than a New, New Hope. Hope. Oh my God, what yeah. the fuck is it called? <laughs> Episode four. But like some people who are hardcore will be like, no, A New Hope's better. Right. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, some could argue Godfather 2 is better than Godfather 1. But Godfather 1 is one of the best movies ever. Right, right. Um, You're not really going to make something better than the original if the original was like really good yeah i mean the only
0: thing i can think of off the top of my head is the rocky franchise right like so yeah but people
1: will argue rocky 1 is still the best
0: yeah that's fair but i feel like there's enough people that like rock like um i i don't can't think of the word right now not collectively but like uh, I feel like a lot of people really like Rocky four, but I think the that's polarizing Rocky four yes. is very, I polarizing. think, I think the actual best movie of the three is
1: Rocky three. So I, so if, okay, now Rocky two always gets forgotten. Rocky two isn't very good. Yeah. Uh, this is also where you have to be careful about what you're saying. Right. Right. Because if I say Rocky the they writ like Rocky One the original mm-hmm. is the best movie it probably is like the best screenplay story or maybe just plot like I don't know what exactly what I'm saying right right but Rocky 4 has the better like bad guy story. Right. But the acting is shittier and it gets goofy in it and people like people can't look past the robot. And yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a little short-sighted to just give up on the whole movie because of the robot in the first like whatever minutes that is. Yeah. But yeah, again, it's it's goofy. Right. Um and like the montages are just kind of fucking they're 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 goofy. It's yeah. Yeah. Rocky Four gets a little goofy, but drago i know like apollo creed was the champion one but like drago seems like the unstoppable force like right, right. what are you going to do to really get this guy so and he you know, kills
0: they, apollo creed right spoiler alert. <laughs> it, it, the movie came out spoiler 40 fucking alert from 40, fucking 40 years ago whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um and then like yeah okay so then too, it's like the very ending of the movie like you can change i can, like like that yeah. was fucking goofy like cringe right. that was really cringe worthy but right right um but yeah if you're just going to sit there and watch a movie it's like you might be more entertained watching 4 i don't know just depends on who you are now i right. think 3 3 is actually pretty underrated now some now take take what you will People think it's weird with Hulk Hogan, like Thunder Lips and all that. And it's again, yeah. they they just they just find it goofy. I thought Clubber Lang was good.
0: Yeah, I thought Clubber Lang was it was great. That's why I said like I I think Rocky Three is probably the best, but Rocky Four is my favorite.
1: Yeah, I'd still. Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you told me, like, hey, we can watch one right now. One of the movies. I don't yeah. know which one I'd pick.
0: I'd probably say Rocky four.
1: Yeah. Four is like the Yeah. I might lean that way. I've always liked four. Yeah. Cause for me, it used to go four, one, three in like, just depending on mood. Right. But yeah, like I always thought clubber Lang was good. Cause he fucks him up. Like he, they, they fight the first time he fucks him up. Yeah. And then they fight the second time and he beats them. Right. So it's like it happens in one movie, which is like kind of nice sometimes. Yeah. Um
0: The Dark Knight. That's one. I just was Googling. Yeah, Dark
1: Knight's better than Bad where Media. the, the, the
0: seek sequ- the sequels are better than the original. Uh yep. I think The Dark Knight is like
1: one of the, the best movies ever. The perfect
0: yeah, it's one of the best movies ever, but it's the perfect example yep. of the sequel is better than the first one.
1: Yep. It's funny too because people used to argue like, "Hell, oh, Batman Begins is good. It's, good. it's good. It's good. It's good." And I'm like, I have given Batman Begins like a lot of like attempts. <laughs> didn't see it. Like, yeah. I didn't under I didn't understand what was so good about it. Yeah. maybe I missed a step. But like, so that movie came out what 2005. We were 15 uh, years yeah, old. I think so. So I struggled to follow it when it first came out like i was yeah. always miss i was always missing something or like something along the line just didn't connect to me like there are they always seemed to be a disconnect and i i just figured i'm like i'm 15 years old like yeah i might have fallen asleep the first time i saw it too like <laughs> i think i fell asleep in the theater but um i want to say the first time i saw it i was down the cape and we went deep sea fishing in the morning so you have to get up whatever right. time yeah and I actually think it was probably too shitty to actually go. So we got there and they're like, no, we can't go today. (laughs) So that's why we were at a movie in the Cape in the summer. Right. right. If I remember correctly. So I fell asleep during it. So then it's like, since then, I've never been able to like track the plot from beginning to end. And it always, cause it always just seemed like the movie was kind of over and then it's just like, was back on again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is a weird, it's a weird.
1: I I, I don't know if other people felt that way. Or if it was just my specific example, because it's like, literally, it felt like, okay, the movie's like winding down. And then all of a sudden, like, Raz al Ghul's back again. And like, what? Where did? What? Yeah. Huh?
0: It, what the hell did I miss? It actually kind of reminds me of the Batman, like the the Robert Pattinson one, because oh. the whole movie was shot, like, pretty dark, right? Like, it's like, can we turn the lights on here? Like, what are we, like, the whole thing, the whole movie was shot at night. It's yeah. pitch black. Like, there's, there's weird yeah, that's shit that's piece going too. on. And it's like. Okay. Because if you don't then, have the right,
1: if you don't have the right TV settings, then it's like hard, it's like literally hard to watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to the Dark Knight, and it's like, you know, like we said, one of the greatest just in general movies of all time. And it's like, wow, like that was a huge turnaround. There's a reason why Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises are always on TV and Batman Begins is never on TV. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's just, I, I mean, outside of that, I mean, there were some things that were listed, they actually did list Rocky as one of them that the sequels were better. But then there's like Aliens. I never really watched the Aliens. Yeah, movies. I didn't watch Aliens. Um, they said Terminator 2 was better than number one. I never really saw. I, like, I, I watched um, the Terminator movies when I was younger, but honestly, I don't think I've seen, I might have only watched one and two, and I might have only actually watched each one once.
1: Yeah. So I guess, I guess the theme of what you were looking up too, because obviously, so just, you know, there's going to be some Mission Impossible is better than the first one.
2: Right. Right.
1: Um, And then if you want to even go with the James Bond franchise, the first one isn't the best. Right. But there's been fucking 25 of them. Yeah. Um, Unless you look at the each, each if actor. you break
0: them by actor.
1: But even then, I don't think that, uh, I mean, it yeah, works I mean, for Pierce for Conner, Brosnan. <laughs> no. GoldenEye was his first.
0: Yeah, GoldenEye was the best
1: one. Oh, 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 oh. I was going to say, I thought we were talking sequels were better.
0: Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Because I um, was going to
1: say Brazen's first was the best. Yep. Daniel Craig's Casino Royale and Skyfall are close. Yeah.
0: I would probably put Skyfall just over it. Skyfall's
1: good. Skyfall's was really good. good. But yeah, I mean, so Lazenby only got one. Right top of my head i don't know what roger moore's first one was um i don't don't care to look it up either but his movies got worse as they went yeah and um it was the one when they went to space i heard someone
0: talking in a Moonraker. uh, it might have been um it might have been the drinking bros podcast or it could have just been like a random joe rogan episode that i was listening to but there was like casual conversation talking about movies and like franchises or TV shows even, and they were like, "That's how you know the show is done. Like when they take it to space, yeah. like it's it's That's jumping the shark." Yeah, they they jump the shark when they take it to space.
1: Yeah, Moonraker. It was very very fucking un un underwhelming. Yeah. After that. But it gets mixed reviews, too. Like, some people think Moonraker's okay and is okay, and I'm like, those... Yeah. I mean, I know, like, A View to a Kill is awful, and it really just depends on how you view the three Brosnan movies. Like, Die Another Day sucks. Yeah. In Quantum of Solace, nothing happens, so... Right. Yeah, it kind of just depends. Like, yeah, okay, so if you have Quantum... If you have Quantum, of View to a Kill um and then two if not three of the Brosnan movies down there then yeah moonraker and Octopussy are like sixth and seventh from the bottom
2: so yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: then they're then like they actually start to get a lot closer to 10 or i guess it would be ranked 20th No, there's not 30 movies they get a little, yeah they get even higher they get a lot closer like 16 17 ranked and not 23 24 25 Right, right. (laughs) So, I mean,
0: there's even... um, What was the sequel
1: to Unbreakable? Was that with like, Mr. Glass and all them? Yeah. Wasn't it Split? Wasn't
0: Split the sequel to Unbreakable? Yeah, because Mr. Glass or glass was the third movie to come out. Yeah. Yeah. There was three movies. Right. And it, cause I think it's, it was M night Monday night. Shama Lama ding dong. Um,
1: split was with, um, he didn't Professor tell anybody. X.
0: Yeah. And no one knew that it was a sequel. Like it wasn't it, like you, people didn't find out. It was the sequel to unbreakable until like the end of the movie. Um, in a classic monday night move and then i think glass when glass came out i think obviously people kind of put it all together at that yeah. point because the title of the movie <laughs> no but that could be one where i think split was probably split was a fucking incredible movie that's one of those movies when it's on tv like i'll sit there and watch it because i think james mcavoy was phenomenal like i think he did an incredible job acting in that movie but uh, i don't even know how we got there i don't right. either yeah catchy catchy episode titles <laughs> <laughs> took us on a 20 minute rant to nowhere um but as a as a as a tease that we used to lead with the show uh i saw an interesting theory the other day from michael malice who's like part comedian part political commentator he's like a he's kind of like a provocateur in a way but he's friends with like lex friedman and joe rogan and like all those guys and um he's pretty good he's he's very smart i think he's, he's either like russian or ukrainian like heritage wise or something like that like he's not like a traditional like American, I think he's from a, some Eastern Bloc country, Um, because him and Lex always talk about that from being you know from that region of the world. But regardless, I saw Michael Malice put out a video or a clip, I think, from his podcast, and he has a theory that I also saw Vivek tweeted about as well, and. Michael malice's theory is that the there's a plan B in the Democratic Party right he's like we all under, we all pretty much accept that uh Joe Biden's not going to be the the presidential nominee in 2024 for the Democratic Party right they're they're laying the groundwork now with all the Hunter Biden stuff it's clear that he's mentally you know incapacitated in you know in some way shape or form they they can't do it right and shout out to finn friend of the show talks about this all the time like you cannot put him on a debate stage with anybody it doesn't matter who the candidate is whether it's trump desantis rfk nikki haley it doesn't matter who it ends up being you cannot have joe biden stand on a debate stage um in a presidential debate and you can't not have them debate right like that's that's absurd um so What what everyone is thinking right and vivek has come out and said this he he said it during one of the uh republican debates was that he called out the dnc and he was like you guys just need to get on with it and name who the real candidate's going to be he goes we all know it's not going to be biden it doesn't matter whether you know and he said gavin newsom or michelle obama right and those seem to be the two big names for everything well and that's what a lot of people think. That's what I think. And that's what, you know, Finn and I have talked about that. And we think it's going to be newsome. And this this clip from Michael Malice recently he put out was kind of putting together some weird pieces here that Michelle Obama doesn't want it. She's not interested. Right. And a lot of people kind of think that Barack is really running the country still anyway. Um, because Joe's fucking again, mentally handicapped um which is sad right I know I say that and it's kind of mean but it's true and it's it's sad I do I feel bad for the guy right like he's a human being he's 82 years old and he has dementia like he doesn't need to have the stress of running the the biggest or most successful country in the world right like it just let the guy fucking go like what are we like we don't need to do this anymore um but that that aside um he has this theory of someone that is going to be the nominee and he thinks that it's going to be none other than hillary clinton he thinks that hillary is back into the fold she was just recently appointed um i think head advisor to joe biden so it was super quiet like, no one really talked about it. She was just kind of like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to, you know, kind of have her be an adv- a quote unquote advisor and things like that. And like I said, Michelle Obama has publicly said that she doesn't, well, she has no interest in it. I think she hated, you know, I mean, she certainly likes the spotlight now because she gets to make a fuck ton of money with Netflix. But I think at the time she hated the spotlight or that kind of spotlight, at least. Um, and people, really don't like Gavin Newsom like I think he's a he's a very unlikable character and although he's charismatic as fuck right like he he is like a stereotypical like 80s 90s politician right smooth talker slick back hair tall you know great teeth right like an attractive older guy but people just really fucking don't like the guy so, the theory is that they're going to sneak Hillary in as the candidate, and Newsom is going to be the VP.
1: This feels like when uh, Vince McMahon revealed himself as the higher power. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a great. That's a great fucking. Uh, like Hill
1: Dog. Hill Dog's yeah. just gonna fucking come out there and be like. It was me the whole time, Austin. It was me the whole time.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like. It feels like a WWE.
0: It does. It does. Show. It's like when when life imitates art. <laughs> it's kind of where we're at now. But I mean, if it's just dumb, right? Like it truthfully, it's dumb because if, and it shows really how out of touch they actually are, them being they being, the DNC. You have, if you won't run Newsom because you're afraid that people will hate him too much, you're going to pair him with Hillary?
1: Who yeah.
0: people hated so much that they voted fucking mean tweets?
1: <laughs> yeah, for as much as people hate Trump... They hated Hillary more. Yes. So why would you run it back? Yeah.
0: It doesn't make any sense. Like, what
1: has she done to be better? Nothing. Yeah, I don't think. Like, what is, what like, that's the thing is, like, what has she done to improve herself or her image in seven years? Yeah, literally nothing. Now, I'm no political guy. That seems like a bad strategy.
0: I think you are correct.
1: I am also not a political
0: guy, but I I would say you're probably right there. (laughs) But, like, I mean, at this point, I think they're kind of just grasping at straws, right? Like, I don't think they have a, a good candidate or a plan, even, really.
1: Well, I don't think that, that's – it's got to be the plan because it can't be that bad. Like, it can't be that dire. But they're unwilling to move on or change or do something a little differently. They only are like – they they just like continuously go back to the well. Yeah. It's like, oh, what worked before? It's like Barack. Okay, well, he can't go, so take his wife. It's like, yeah, or it's like, well, what worked before? Well, Hillary didn't work before, but like maybe it'll be different this time. It's like,
0: yeah, maybe if we pair with the guy that everyone hates in his own state, where he got recalled.
1: (laughs) That's the thing. Is like even even if you just went for, um, even if you just went with Newsom, at least that's different, right? Right, and that's like, the thing I, think, you can, I think the guy's an asshole based on the way he acted in California, but
0: but you can market him as different, right? And that's how people typically win presidential elections, is by saying that they're somehow different, right? Like starting with Barack Obama, his whole his campaign in two thousand eight was change, right? Like that was his thing. It was on all the billboards. It was change. This is different. I'll be different. Turns out he was not different, right? But people people believe whatever you tell them because they have hope for some strange reason. Oh, and they believe they believe politicians. So (laughs) between believing politicians and having hope, I think most people are just dumb. Um, but then obviously, right. So we go through eight years of Obama and then Trump comes in and he's this bombastic, like, you know, we need to take care of ourselves and, you know, we need to save the people in Ohio and uh, all this shit. And that's people loved him because he was talking how people in Iowa and Ohio and West Virginia, like he was talking how they talk and, or at least talking how they think, right. And things like that. So he was different, right. And then people hated Trump so bad. That they just wanted change. They wanted something different, so they voted for Biden, right? And now everyone hates Biden so much. All they want is something different, and it's like get rid of that shtick. And at least with Newsom, like you said, like he's marketable, right? Like he has charisma. Like like you said, I'm not fond of the guy. I think he's a piece of shit. But like he's way more marketable than anybody else in the Democratic Party right now. Again, he's a smooth talker, he's a good-looking guy. Like there's there's things that you can, you know, you can create stories. Like you have a PR department. It's marketing, right? Like figure it out. You know, put him out there, let him talk to people, let him schmooze and do whatever fucking politicians do, right? Like it's he could be the guy. But they just I don't know for whatever reason it, Again, this is just for Michael Malice, right? But maybe he will be the guy. But it's kind of seeming like maybe he's not. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, I think one thing for sure is, I mean, Biden can't be the candidate. Like he, I don't think he, he's physically capable of going for another four years, unless they run him and they just... Fucking say, well, this is how we're going to get our first female president. We're just going to let him die in office and then Kamala will take over. Ugh. And then we'll have World War III because she can't speak. And if you think people don't respect Biden, they ain't going to respect a woman that can't speak. <laughs> She's already got it going against her. That, and that's the other thing, too, where like I feel like it kind of goes by the wayside a little bit. And This isn't necessarily, this is actually not how I feel at all, but this is what you need to take into account, right? Is we are one country of like 200 and whatever countries that there are that exist in the entire world, right? And we have to have some sort of diplomatic negotiations with all those other countries and or most other countries in some way, shape, or form, right? And it's like, you need to recognize that other countries think differently than we do, so if yeah i know so if you want to have any sort of discussions with the middle east right like you want you think the united for whatever reason you have the stance of the united states is the world police and you think that the president of the united states should go over and save the middle east and do whatever do you think those guys are going to listen to a woman truthfully
1: Of course. They're very yeah. open minded over there. Yeah,
0: that's right. Like <laughs> these are the same people that just allowed women to drive like three years ago. You know, so it's 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 one of those things where on a on a global stage, and I guess that point is moot, right? If you can make the argument that you don't think you know, the US should be as involved globally as we have been in the past, right? If you're like, no, nah, fuck that, we want to stay in house more, sure. Yeah, no, let's go with a woman, right? But just, and I, I also to clarify, I have nothing wrong if a, if a woman was going to be president. I just don't like Kamala Harris. I think she's fucking stupid. Yeah, um, she
1: it it that's like so. It's mostly a her issue because
0: right. I mean, I love Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, if Tulsi Gabbard was running, I would vote for her seven times if I could.
1: <laughs> and that's the thing is like I actually I wouldn't doubt if a. If the correct woman won the presidency and rolled her ass over the Middle East and, like, just fucking sat there and goes, so here's the deal. You guys hate women in your culture. I ain't your culture. Like, Right. Right. Um, this is how it's going to be.
0: Yeah. Oh, you want me to wear a a hijab? No, I'm going to wear a pantsuit.
1: Yeah, no, I'm going to... Whatever the thing that's going to piss you off the most is what I'm going to wear. I'm
0: going to wear a pantsuit, walk in, and shake your hand. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And I'm going to drive a car while doing it. Um, (laughs) I think... This is without knowing, you know, whatever. I think at some level the Middle East will have to just deal with that. Right. Because.
0: And I think Tulsi could do that.
1: They And that, that's the thing, like at the end of the day, the Middle East needs us buying their oil. Right. But if someone goes over there and, you know, she's not very charismatic, she doesn't speak clearly. Right. She's fucking awkward as all hell. Right. They're going to sit there and be like, no fucking way.
0: Yeah, no thanks. Here, put this a job on before we speak to
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's the other thing too. Is like someone with like enough charisma goes, "All right, I'll wear, the, I'll wear your stupid thing, and I'm gonna tell you how this is gonna fucking go." Right? Like, yeah, right. I can wear that, no problem. Like, yeah. it's some respect for your culture because I'm about to fucking disrespect this negotiation.
0: <laughs> I'm about to fucking bend you over, in this and that's what I mean. Is
1: like, I think you know, from and I, again, like, I don't know which like congressmen are on the up and up and I don't know which ones, whatever. So like, I couldn't give you like an example, but just someone who's like, who understands, understands and accepts like, okay, so the Middle East is the Middle East. They are are going to act the way that they're going to act. They don't like me. I don't like them. No problem. But we got to get this deal done because they have the oil or that we need peace here or we need to make this country happy so that this, whatever. Right. And go, you know what, let me just get in, do the fucking deal, and get out. Right. I think that could work. Like, there's not, like, because, like, ultimately, like, the fucking royal prince of fucking Saudi Arabia isn't going to not sell the United States oil because a woman is president. Correct. But... If it's the wrong person, or if it's a "quote unquote" unqualified candidate, or someone who can't like compose themselves, or someone who's not determined enough to do it, then no, it's going to be a fucking shit show,
0: right? Like, how are you supposed to have any sort of negotiation with the president of Iran who fucking hates our guts, right? Yeah, or, or Syria that's like funding all of these terrorist organizations. Saudi Arabia is actually the easy one because we're actually we're we're boys with Saudi Arabia like we're we fucking hang out all the time um they're like our one friend or no no,
1: no. Saudi Arabia bad
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I know right <laughs> but isn't it funny though that people say that but they don't they say that about sports
1: it's about but they, yeah
0: but they don't recognize that like the the government of Saudi Arabia is actually the least hostile to the United States outside of Jordan I would say in Israel But, you know, Jordan, Israel and Saudi Arabia are probably the three places in the Middle East that actually are
1: somewhat friendly. They killed that one journalist to the United States. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they can't they can't be involved with our sports teams, but we'll still take their oil and our governments can still hang out and shoot the shit all the time.
1: Well, I heard a congressman talking about like the live stuff. And he's he he said that because he's an actual politician, not just a guy on Twitter. Yeah. And he goes, listen, it's very advantageous to be allies with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. We he goes, you think he goes, you guys keep calling it blood money? He goes, it's our money. Who buys their oil? We do. Right. Right. He goes, they don't earn. He goes, they don't earn by murder. No one's paying them to murder.
0: Right, right, right. And like, yeah, I know the the Saudi government funded 9-11 and that whole thing, and it's fucked up. But They are literally one of the three countries that I just said that aren't – that we know actively working against us in some way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah, and and then – Like we
0: know that Syria and Iran are actively funding terroristic groups to fucking uh, go against the United States.
1: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things like doesn't matter if the leader is man, woman, fucking – X, Y, green, blue, purple, doesn't matter. (laughs) Jim. Yeah, it doesn't matter. (laughs) If that person can do the job correctly, negotiate correctly, make the right calls, do the right thing, it doesn't matter. Because like all governments around the world, they're all politicians, they're all the same right it's it's like the terrorist groups are the ones that like do the bullshit right and it's on an individual level is where you get some of like more of the atrocities right uh, mostly speaking mostly speaking yes yeah. i mean again yeah. i don't i don't know the deal with the journalists fine yeah someone had to fund 9/11 got it right but like like the random beheadings you hear about that's just like on an individual level or from a terrorist or like whatever
2: right right
1: um ultimately when you negotiate with these people like we don't negotiate with terrorists well luckily you don't that's why that, that's why we don't negotiate with the damn Taliban right
0: <laughs> well we do now because that's the government it's,
1: well it's a different Taliban I don't know whatever <laughs>
0: yeah the Taliban is different now
1: <laughs> I did I did see a meme it was like Imagine fighting a 20-year war, but to remove the Taliban by just reinstituting the Taliban. (laughs) But I don't know. I'd like to be optimistic that that type of person could just kind of still do the job. I just don't know who that person is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it could get even more interesting now with um, the Epstein list which there was a I think it's a New York judge ordered that the list of 170 names needs to be released and I think they gave them two weeks to do it and they they said that they allowed two weeks for anyone that may be on the list to file some sort of motion to you know have their name redacted or go against in court or whatever for whatever reason which if because court proceedings are public yeah, that it's doesn't
1: like, that doesn't work.
0: The, we know you're on the list, right? Like you can you can go through the court procedure to have your name not released on that list, but we'll know that you filed it. So yeah. we know you're on the list, right? And then the, <laughs> yeah, like, and then
1: it's like it's like, oh well, we released the list, but like please redact these seven people. Yeah. And it's like you are on the list. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. Like the gen the public doesn't work in but the then of, you know the what that is?
0: Law. You know what that is? That's the 2003 steroid thing from baseball, right? The list, remember the list in baseball, they did like a fake or not it wasn't fake, it was a real test for steroids, but it was before it was pre actual punishment. So there were names on the list that tested positive in 2003, but there were no rules against steroids yet in baseball. It was just like a preliminary like they wanted to just test everyone to see how widespread <laughs> steroid use was in baseball, right? That's that you hear people say the two thousand three list, right? So people's names that are on that list, like uh, Alex Rodriguez or David Ortiz, is a big one. People are like, "Oh, they're steroid guys." They can turn around and be like, "Are you know? We don't know because the 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 names were also not released. the 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 file was supposedly kept sealed, but some people leaked the names or whatever. So it's it's a similar situation to that where people can be like, yeah, you don't know my name was actually on the list because it wasn't released. Right. And that's the that's well, the, it's
1: the it's the circular argument. Right. Of, so if of,
0: someone someone files the motion, right, to have their name redacted from the list. There's public record that Joe Schmo filed to have his name redacted from the list. Now instead of 170, there's 169 names. Well, but we can put two and two together and know that Joe Schmo was on the list, but he legally can say, you can't prove it.
1: And it's and like, and that's why, that's okay. where, like, <laughs> that's where, like, the bird lawyering and the public opinion actually <laughs> changes in this one.
2: Right. Right.
1: Cause, like, and I, I don't know if we're going to get to him or not, but like, Jonathan Majors found guilty yeah. in a court of law. Right. Pretty easy. Yeah. OJ. Found not guilty. Found not guilty. <laughs> didn't do it. But what does everyone say? Did it. Yeah. He even wrote a book
0: if I did it.
1: <laughs> well, that's because he didn't do it. <laughs> Here's how I would do it if I did it. <laughs> With like
0: pretty significant detail too. It's like, oh, okay. All right. So. Got a lot of time to think about that. Right.
1: But like legally, he didn't do it. Right. Right. You can think what you want right hey twitter world but you make this list and say i'm the congressman and i go well i don't know if i'm on that list i know i'm on that list yeah but just as like a precaution i'm going to make sure that my name is blocked from the list like that like that's the spin zone right 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 it's like just making sure i've just you know i've had conversations with mr epstein i want to make sure i'm not on that list for the wrong reasons right okay and then everyone's gonna be like, Well, there's four of you that said a similar thing. There's four of you that had your names blocked or redacted in court, and the list is 166 now. Yeah. It's a witch. <laughs> Although math is racist, so I guess if no, that's you true. if you want to do that, then you're a bigot. That's true. That's true. Also, oh, everyone on this list should fucking burn in hell. Uh, yeah. Actually, so let, well, let me. Well, I be, think before depending I, on what they were to, there for. Oh, so right? let, before I get to that, what is the list actually of? Is it just visitors or um, is it a contact list? What What is it?
0: To be totally fair, I don't know if it's his little black book. Or if it's a flight log or a client list or what? Like, I don't know the specifics because people-
1: Not everyone who went there touched kids.
0: Right. And people are using different language for it on not just Twitter, but like also when they're writing um, articles, right? Like some people are calling it the Epstein client list and it's like, okay, what does that
1: mean? Yeah, because what was he?
0: Some people are saying the, it's his little black book. Some people are saying there's, you know, there it's flight logs. It's like, well, which one is it? Because they're all different. Yeah, they, they all matter all mean too, different Like, especially also, in this context, matters, right?
1: Like, right. And I would also argue that a little black book should probably be more than 170 names.
0: Yeah, for I don't this know what guy. I don't
1: I don't know what the contact count is in my phone. I feel like it's more than 170.
0: It's <laughs> probably yeah. <laughs>
1: And then a client list. What 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 does that mean? What is a client list? Because what what did he do like legally by trade? What was he?
0: Uh financier.
1: Okay. Or so like
0: he did something in the finance world.
1: So if he's a yeah, so if he did finance, that means some people were legitimate
0: right. actual
1: non pedophile clients.
0: Right. Right, he did have to he did have to manage some people's finances at some point. At some point. At yeah. some
1: point he did finance because the guy was rich. Like, right. right. Had to have done it at some point. Right. So yeah, then it's like okay. Um now I guess what you'll get to is with some of those like you're going to need some serious PR because there might be some people that that get their name redacted and say he was my financial advisor. I invested over the, this period of time with him. Right. Uh, I never visited the island, but yes, I was a client of right. Right. whatever.
0: And there might be some people, they would never say this publicly perhaps because of the, P- the PR and the backlash, but th- it's a very real possibility that there are some people that knew that he was a piece of shit, didn't engage in any of that stuff. But just let him manage their money because he was good at it. Right. But that's totally that's totally reasonable, right? Like he they would have been like, yeah, I know this guy's a fucking scumbag and I know what he does, and I know he's a fucking pedophile and he does that. I don't engage in any of it, but he's a damn good fucking
1: financial guy. So boy, where my numbers are. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like that could be a thing. Like I don't fucking know. And like I said, the people would probably never say that in public <laughs> because of the backlash, but I'm sure. <laughs> There's at least one person in that situation, right, that that didn't engage in any of yeah. like the pedo shit but like, was like, hey, man, fucking have at it with my money because you're good at what you do.
1: Yeah, and I think you're going to see some of that. There's definitely going to be some of that where you're going to have to admit the relationship, and then people can take it from there and just say, like, I never visited the island. You can check the flight logs. Never did. Um, I only met with him in a professional setting. I, you know, invested money with him, whatever. Um, and then when they, they, at one point things got a little weird and you can track when I left him and I went to someone else. Yeah. And like, there'll be people like that and they have a legitimate claim.
0: And you have to imagine too, again, we're going to need context to it, right? Because. If you believe some of the conspiracy theories and he was an agent of whatever intelligence agency, whether it was CIA, Mossad, whatever, whatever rumor, again, conspiracy you want to believe, if he was that and he was trying to honeypot these people and catch them and compromise them and do whatever for intelligence reasons, you would have to imagine too, again, where context comes in that there's going to be people that he pushes to see if he can compromise them that say no right so like if there's someone that maybe has frequent contact with him for six months right like let's say in a six month span one person visited his island like three times met him in New York one other time and this other thing and then like never again had any contact with him like that person might come out and say, like, listen, he schmoozed me. He, you know, he whined and dined me. He tried to get me to do this. There was a situation where he caught me in where, like, I was uncomfortable. And after that night, we never spoke again. Okay, again, like, that's different, right? Like, there needs to be some context to this where as much as I want to say, you know, anyone on that list should be fucking guillotined. Like I I think there there does need to depends be context. On what, it depends. It also on, just, it
1: depends on what the list dictates.
0: Right. Right. Because
1: if it's just communication, even and again, even a visit doesn't, you know, incriminate anybody. Correct. Because there's a lot here. Like now it it would take someone with some balls, might be forty five to do it. <laughs> but someone might even say it's like, yeah, I mean, he was like a double agent or something.
2: Right. Right.
1: And it's like, because this was before he was, this is before 45 would have been in. It's like, yeah, he was a double agent. So it's like, he had some good info. And then I just kind of like took it and left. Yeah. Or he isn't like, and then this is all bullshit. Or it's like, yeah, well, we knew he was working with, is Mossad Israeli intelligence? Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, we knew he was working with them. They're an ally of ours. So it's like, we thought there was going to be some mutual benefit here, right? Oh, and then a sixteen-year-old girl showed up, and I fucking got out of town. Like, right, right. They could, or they could, can it, cause it cause could the come because because the guy's dead, so you can spin it however you want. Allegedly. <laughs> well, no, no, no. He's dead. Yeah, I didn't say how he died. He well, some dead. people don't believe that either. But that's it's
0: just all there's a million conspiracy theories. What do they want?
1: D- dig him up. Show me the body. Yeah
0: but there's there's a there's a it could be another situation too right where if like there's a one single person from the CIA is is a frequent contact or a frequent visitor right so it's like okay was that his handler like was that you know what i mean like was was he actually CIA was he you know so there's
1: someone's. this is the thing is where some people are going to have to roll over on something right so we should find out some more info. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think it's um the first week in January. So next week. Sometime next week. It it's gonna to be release. an it's gonna be an epic Friday at four o'clock. Fucking dump.
1: Might even be Friday at seven.
0: <laughs> yeah. You think Friday at four is bad. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I haven't seen anything yet where they're they've blocked it.
1: I was going to say this market. isn't this isn't going to go like fucking JFK where they don't actually release it, is it? I haven't heard anything. Probably. The fa- I I just I don't I don't trust anybody for a second that that list is going to come out in full when they say it's going to. Yeah. Like they might release the list and be like, "Oh yeah, like the first six names of these guys all dead."
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's almost like a, like a, like a clickbaity like article, right? Like wait until Thursday for numbers. Yeah. <laughs> 150 through 130.
0: <laughs> yeah. You just release it little bits over time to the point where like people just, people they're, just kind they're, of forget. they're over it.
1: But on this one, on this one, especially with some of the names, like, cause there's going to be a lot of like gotcha moments. Right. Um, people won't sleep on that one.
0: No, especially with Twitter. Like with the yeah. way that Twitter exists.
1: And without polarizing everything is like. Yeah. Especially especially now with what we talked about earlier. If Hillary's on that list, all hell is going to break loose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they fucking hate her already.
0: Yeah. So.
1: And they'll spin it into whatever way. Like I can't believe she facilitated sex trafficking. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you have any proof that that's what it was? Yeah. Well, of course. Why else would she have gone? everyone knows the Clintons come from a long line of trafficking. (laughs) So, well, you want
0: to wrap this bitch up?
1: We can wrap this up. All right. Um, completely switching gears. So I bought a divot board, like the actual divot board. So, uh, Google the Divot Board. They're on Amazon. They're on the Divot Board, probably the Divotboard.com. I don't have a promo code. <laughs> There's plenty of people who do. Yeah. Uh, Mark Mark Crossfield has one. So if you look up Mark Crossfield social media, you can probably find 10% off. Um so Divot Board is a hundred bucks. And it is a small rectangle. And the top of it, so the bottom of it's like spiky rubber so it doesn't move that much like if you right. swing like it moves but it doesn't go flying right and then the top it's actually almost like um sequence yes so you swing one way the sequence all move so it's white underneath and green on top and then you just kind of like swipe them all back and that's how you see strike location obviously it's got to be an iron or a wedge right. um so Michaela actually ordered it for me, but I don't have a rhyme. So <laughs> she does, she does all my Amazoning. <laughs> um, So I got it because I don't have a mat at work anymore. Um, James left. He had the mat. He had the launch monitor. Like we still have the cage up, like no problem. That's his stuff. I got a mat here at home, but I don't, I haven't set it up. I don't feel like bringing it back. Like, yeah. Plus, I look at it like, how can it be bad? Like, how can the feedback be bad? Can't it cannot hurt? Right. So, um, I don't even know how long I've had it now. Over, probably six weeks, maybe longer. Uh, six or eight weeks, and so I like it a lot. So number one it gives you a surface to hit off of if you don't have one. Uh, Number two, you can tell, I think the most, I think the, the, so the first best information is strike or is ground contact. You can see if it's before the ball or after the ball because you put the ball, you put your ball on a little dot. Right. And you can see if you're hitting it fat, hitting it thin or whatever. And I think that's number one, first and foremost, I think that's the, most important thing that you can actually get from the divot board right number two which is harder to detect because divots can lie to you about without other information but you can definitely see if you aren't neutral with your with your contact so when i say neutral um if you play golf you would see just like almost like a moderately symmetrical divot that's looking almost kind of like straight on. So I want to be clear if anyone's like that nerding into it. Divots don't – you can't read a divot and then tell what exactly happened. There's too much going on. Right. But with the divot board, I, th- I believe that you can tell if you're striking off the toe – or if you're striking off the heel, and you can it see makes swing a...
0: path too, right? Like well, di- so of...
1: that's so that's the tough part. That that's the tough part because you can't read a divot to find swing path because there's a relationship between strike path and swing direction. So path and direction are actually different, and that's where it gets really technical, and you need a track man to figure it out. Right. So you can have. In in so I'm left-handed, so I'm doing this left-handed. Fuck you, righties. You can have a swing direction, a swing path that's neutral or left, but your swing direction is right, right. And that then your divot is probably going to be fairly neutral.
0: True. True. Yeah. So yeah, you that's would a good point.
1: go. Oh, well my pa- I need to get my path. Oh no, no, my path is good, which is correct. But you're like, "Oh, why why did I hit this the way I hit it?" And it's like, "Well, the swing direction's off, like if you hit a pull." Right? Right. And then I uh the strike or which part of the club hits the turf also matters because you can have a neutral or a left path, again still left-handed but rip the ball off the toe and you'll see like a kind of a weird divot. And then you'll look at it and go, Oh, my divots to the right or my divots too steep. I need to shallow it, shallow it, shallow. It's like, no shallowing. It's not going to do anything. Cause you're ripping the ball off the toe. You need to fix your strike. Right? So that's the only tough part with the divot board. You would need an actual golf pro to explain this correctly. Um, because I can swing out and make the divot board look like I'm swinging over the top. I can do that. Right. Um. So that's the only, so I will say that's the one downside is do you want it to be an easy, like, Oh, swing path out. It's like, no, because there's a relationship of which part of the club hits the turf, your ground contact matters. So, you can't just, you can't really determine path without measuring it. Right. Um, but you can definitely do ground contact, fat or heavy, or fat or thin. And you can definitely get club interaction. So you can see if you're hitting it off the toe. Um, right. Heels easy because it's probably a shank, but yeah. yeah. Um, And then it's like if you're striking neutral, you can kind of play with it a little bit, and you can kind of figure some stuff out. Um, Obviously, like, I mean, I've been taking lessons for seven years. Um, I go and I see my guy fairly often. I should be fucking better now that I say that, but hey, I am who I am. (laughs) I also don't remember what I was when I first went to see him. I might have been like a 13. But... Anywho, I got to go back um, and see, I got to, I got to set up a time to see him. I think I'm in, I got two in January. Um, so divot board would recommend. Now, some of you are probably thinking, Hey, like I don't have anywhere to hit a ball. Here's what, here's this. Is This is part two of my divot board. So I fucked my ribs up like two years ago, swinging inside and they fucking hurt when I swing indoors period, like they've hurt for two years, can't figure it out. It's probably something that you can't really like, it's hard to train it because it's like without, it's also hard. It's so I've had people, I've had James look at it. I've described it to people. You can't really provoke
2: it. Right.
1: And there's a lot of little muscles and little joints and little ligaments, and there's a lot because it's it's because a lot of people would indicate would would they would probably complain of back pain, but it ain't it's not my back, it's my ribs, so it's like one of the junctions in there, and it's that it's not quite an intercostal. <laughs> this is what I mean. It's complicated, yeah. like yeah, it's very complicated. Is so, this a multifidi? like no, it could be, but like yeah. no, because it could be like a, well, because multifid they're these really small muscles. Muscles need tendons. Right. It could be a multifidi tendon. Right. But it could also be like there's a lot of cartilage in your rib cage too. So it could be the joint where the rib cage meets the spine. Like there's a lot that it could be. But it only hurts when I swing inside. It does not hurt when I swing outside. Because when I swing outside, I hit a lot of balls. I hit a lot of balls frequently. I can swing hard. And my ribs do not hurt. It's only when I swing inside. So... When I went to see Classic Gary, like, back in the fall, he or eh, not really fall, but, like, fall, we started noticing it. He has, like, his indoor spot, so we weren't hitting the ball out anymore. So I hit, a, I hit the ball left to right. I don't hit the ball right to left. It has to be a fucking accident. I can't even do it, like, fucking around or trying. Like, I cannot do it. So indoor tells me that I hit it right to left. I don't hit the ball right to left. I can't do it anymore. I used to be able to. I cannot do it. But indoor tells me that. <laughs> and I'm like, no. This isn't how I swing. Right. So we go outside, and I'm not hitting it right to left. I'm hitting it left to right or straight. And it was raining that day, so we didn't bring out the, the monitor. Fine. Next time we went in, I hit like three balls. They're going the wrong way. He goes, let's go out. Bring the monitor. Hit the ball the way it needs to be hit, like straight, neutral, left to right a little. he goes, yep. He goes, this thing's reading that correctly. Yeah. So we either have a software issue or we have an environmental issue where I'm changing what I do. So he changed some things with the software and the setup, whatever. Ball goes right to left. And he goes, can we try something stupid? I'm like, yeah, of course we can. I am stupid. He goes, I want you to take this ball and just like bury it into the side of the cage. Like, try to miss the cage if you can. So what we found out was when I swing indoors, the walls and shit on my left, I always end up swinging away from it. And so I come, so I do come over the top indoors. I come over the top. There's definitely some type of like side bend and crunch on my ribs. And it's really hard to desell that. So I think oh, that's yeah. why my ribs hurt from swinging inside. Interesting. So what I did, now this comes back to my divot board. The divot board, I noticed I was hitting everything thin, like super thin, super thin, super thin, super thin. So I go, I got a stupid idea. Let me go get a foam ball. So I got a foam ball. Now I don't care. Right. Because if I miss the cage which I don't, I'm not that bad, but like if I hit, if I hit it a little shitty, right. There's nothing to be afraid of. Right. There's no environment. So provided I have enough room to swing and I take the foam ball, I can do whatever you want with me. Right. And it's not like the foam ball is different than a real ball. They're both balls. There's, and again, all we're evaluating is strike location and ground contact with the divot board. Right. It's all there. So you can get a divot board and a foam golf ball, and you can get a lot done. Hit so into your a problem
0: is you're just retarded, and you're afraid of walls.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm swinging. <laughs> I'm swinging away from walls. <laughs> so then it was real hard because we went to we went to iGolf the simulator on Friday after work. That was fucking hard. Like the first yeah. couple I hit were like moving right to left. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, how yeah. do I do this? I can't hit a foam ball into the simulator.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> That's funny.
1: So divot board would recommend me equal idiot. <laughs>
0: uh, All right. Well, uh, my final thought is probably going to be a quick one. Um, It's I had my first... Um, like old man moment, really. So earlier in the week, um, the kid had like a, a a neck rash, right? And we were like, ah, uh, you know, we, sh- we sent a, a message to the portal to the pediatrician, and they were like, ah, oh, you bring him in, you know, at one thirty. We're available. Well, Amy had a um, had a hair appointment that day, so she was gone. So I took him myself to the pediatrician to get everything.
1: Oh, geez, taken you, care managed, of. you managed to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um so that that's not the story's not about that. The story is about on the way there, right? So the kid is in the back seat in the car seat, whatever, driving down Route 1. The the pediatrician's like not even 10 minutes from the house. It's on Route 1. So I'm going up and there's a car on Route 1 that there's two lanes, right? And I'm in the right lane and the car in front of me is like doing like 25 miles an hour and the speed limit on route one in that area i think is 45 or 50 and i'm like what the fuck are you doing and the car starts like drifting side to side i'm like what the fuck like what is going on so i i switch over to the left i switch over to the left lane yeah one o'clock in the afternoon on like a wednesday um i pull up next to him and i look over And it's this older guy. He's probably in his like sixties. He's got gray hair, but he's not like super old and he's doing one of these. So if you're, if you're, this is a, this is for you folks on the YouTube show, he's, he's doing one of these, or he's like, like looking up and down on his phone. And I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? So we get to the, we get to a red light up there and the guy is still on his phone. And he just happens to look over and I look at, we make eye contact and I literally said, put the phone down. <laughs> I told like a 65 year old man to put the phone down while we were sitting at a red light because he was driving like a fucking loser. And then we just drove off. And then I got into the, the parking lot and took him in and he was fine. Everything's fine. He just had fucking eczema. That's all it is. So the baby's fine. But like, it was the first time where I was like, Wow, I'm I'm old. I'm that guy now. I'm yelling at an old person texting while driving. But it's like it took having the the baby in the back seat and like what the fuck is wrong with this person for me to be like, dude, what are you doing? And I literally told the guy to put the phone down. And he just looked at me and then like, put the phone down. <laughs> so there it is. I had had my first official I'm old.
1: First- no, first hero moment. You saved the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You took it so.
1: you took it upon yourself to save the day. Yeah. Look at that. Guy yeah. has one kid now. He's a hero.
0: Yeah, look at me. You might as well call me a teacher.
1: No, no, no you couldn't be that. Good. <laughs> yeah, no, not on that level. You couldn't be that good.
0: Yeah. So, there you have it. I yelled at uh, I yelled at an old man for texting while driving. <laughs> uh, well, uh that's gonna do it for us uh happy christmas eve or actually this christmas day for anyone that's listening to it uh happy christmas harry um i think it's funny that british people say happy christmas so i like to do that to really throw people off because they're like shouldn't you say merry christmas like no i'm gonna say happy christmas so i don't know i'm just a dick but or a weirdo or both but whatever um enjoy it i suppose if you you can um that's gonna do it for us what am i supposed to say i forgot my my whole exits exit spiel um subscribe yeah that's what you're supposed to do if you're on youtube hit the button up top hit the thumbs up down below uh subscribe if you're an audio only listener wherever platform you're on if you use apple or spotify you can leave us a review and five stars Get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod, Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks, Facebook is sarcasm speaks website, SarcasmSpeaks.com. speaks.com. Uh, if you have any money left after Christmas, uh, go support the sponsors in the show notes below, get your promo codes down there as well. Uh, so until next time, good night, everybody.